Welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears, where we talk and you listen, or not. What does it really even matter anyway? This week's episode is brought to you by Apathy Incorporated. Apathy Incorporated. We didn't bother to make up a tagline. I mean, (sighs) my name is, yeah, it doesn't really matter, whatever. Hey, and I'm KJ, and in this week's Weekend Review, we talk my QE moment, and some Harry Potter, and lots of peaches, millions of peaches, you might say, and a surprise so shocking, but I think y'all find it a very satisfying surprise. After that, we'll have some real thoughts about headphones, daylight savings time, and street names in Atlanta. Then, find out if we have a guest when we play Do We Have a Guest? And we'll wrap it all up with feedback. All that plus several conversational tangents. In a week, week. things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. So what is up this week? Could is up this week. Really? Yeah, I was part of a real QE moment this week, like an actual QE moment. Not Okay, and we're, we're talking about quantum entanglement. Quantum right? entanglement, not one where I say it might be a QE situation just because I love QE situations. It's a real QE situation. Oh, okay. So maybe the you know maybe the best physicists between the two of us should explain quantum entanglement a little bit because I I I you know like I said I call everything QE. So that would be you, right? <laughs> that would not be me. That would be okay. you. Oh, okay. everything's connected in some way. Yes, everything is connected in some way. Look up quantum entanglement. There's a nice Wikipedia article that sort of gets it mostly right, good enough to understand it. Okay. It's stuff that happens, and something happens. It's at the quantum level, if you have two electrons or two atoms that are separated by, doesn't matter the distance, if you change, if they were ever connected at one point, when you change one, it automatically, the other one automatically changes to match it. Right. Okay. Doesn't so. matter the distance in between. So it's like, in, in what we're trying to say with this is if you extrapolate that to the macro world, it, it turns into things happen, and if you mention something, then it causes another reaction that that's going to bring that up from someone else so that once you notice stuff it's the it's the phenomenon of we've mentioned this before and this is the easiest way to explain it and this this is a very you know very shallow over the top explanation of all this stuff well that fits but it's our the, podcast pretty well yeah shallow and over the top yeah <laughs> over the top you've seen that movie um arm wrestling sylvester stallone seen that movie yeah isn't that crazy he becomes a different man when he turns the hat around backwards yeah yes that's that's a stupid movie it was Uh, but but anyway but like say you're when you buy a new car and you're driving it home or you're driving it for the first couple weeks you start to notice so many other cars that are exactly like it the same make and model on the road that you never noticed before and you're like well everybody no it's it's just because it's present in your mind so you notice it more Mm -hmm. um that same thing kind of applies to this and when you're thinking about something or when you've experienced something you notice it happening more around you so part of it is just an awareness but also part of it is things are connected in the universe and things happen like that in the universe where you do something and through some unseen connection um it 
affects something in some other part of the world because really we're all made up of the same atoms. Yeah, there, there it is right there. You could have yeah. just said that. We could have moved on. We're all made up of the same atoms. Although when I have I ever explained more. or done anything that wasn't over-explained <laughs> and way too much unnecessary information? <laughs> well, my QE situation involves our pal Brad Weiss. Oh, okay. Okay, before I get to that, though, do you remember last week at the very end of the podcast during the credits? You know I don't remember last week. Well, you will once I bring this up. During the oh, credits, okay. I was raving about Daryl Lee Licorice from Australia and hoping they would be listening in case they wanted to sponsor us or maybe send us a box of it. And then I also mentioned that, you know, if the pedantic jerk who was in Australia wanted to bring me some Daryl Lee Licorice, that was good. I would I would gladly accept that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember any of that? Yes, I do. Okay. And I talked about licorice in, you know, when we talked about me going to Lincoln because there was licorice international store and I bought Daryl Lee liquor, black licorice. It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, guess what came in the mail this week and from whom? No. Uh Uh-huh. Really? Daryl Lee black licorice from Brad Weiss. So he would have had to mail that before we even recorded the podcast to get there from Australia. Is that no, correct? because he was still in Australia when that podcast came out. Yeah, but how long did it take to? Well, it was mailed from his home address in the states. Oh, okay. So my immediate thought, after of course, oh my gosh, what a sweetheart, was how in the world did he listen to that already? He must have actually listened to it while on vacation before he left Australia, because you know. Um, when that came out, I, like I said, I think he was still there Mm. and I felt pretty safe saying, you know, that, that he wouldn't have heard it. So I I wouldn't feel bad that he actually went out and bought it because I was joking, of course. Um, but I did not think he would hear it before he left. And, you know, therefore I didn't think he'd actually feel like, oh yeah, I should get this licorice for her. So I was thinking, wow, that's pretty impressive. He heard the pod and, and, you know, he found some licorice before he flew home and he mailed it when he got home. Right. Until I read his enclosed card. Yeah. Here we go. This is the QE part. This this, is the QE part. And I will now read you word for word what he wrote about the licorice. Sure. Quote, you won't believe it, but I left Australia with this before I even heard you mention licorice or Lincoln or Daryl Lee. Even I have to admit, QE, exclamation point. <laughs> I don't believe it. So uh, how QE is that, really? And how awesome is that? That's pretty cool that he bought it while he was there before even hearing you talk about it. And yeah. It. That's, I mean, that's because cool. we have discussed before that I like black licorice. Yes, we have. On and off this podcast, and maybe Brad and I have discussed it too, but he sent me the Daryl Lee, the exact brand, which I'm sure Australia has more than one licorice, but maybe not. Black licorice. You never know. Which is not as common. But he's heard you mention that before that you like it. I'm yeah, sure. black licorice. And he didn't hear the podcast at all. And he still bought. <laughs> and so. Brad, Brad Weiss, friend, but not listener of the podcast. <laughs> well, he heard it when he got home. He did not hear oh, it while okay. he was in Australia. Oh, okay. So I'll have to cut out all that bad stuff I said about him. Yeah, cut it all I said out. He doesn't listen. Cut okay. it all out. Okay. So, again. Thank you very much, Brad. What a wonderful surprise that was. That's pretty and cool. Very kind of him. But also, the QE in that is pretty good. Pretty, that's, that's, pretty good. Yeah, that seems like the probability on that would be pretty low. I mean, I wonder what young Statman would say about that. I, I wonder. 
And then in corresponding with Brad after I received the package, he said, yeah, we were just eating it in Sydney and we, it was so good. And I just thought of you and then he, and he bought some. That's pretty cool. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I mean, I really wonder what young Statman would say about that. I really wonder what young Statman would say. Honestly, I, I have no idea what this, <laughs> the that would be. In studio. So yes. where are you sitting right now, young Statman? Well, aren't we all sitting together, all three of us? Well, <laughs> if, if it's a QE situation, I, mean, I guess we can kind of say that. Yeah, speaking of QE. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm at Jason's house. Obviously, he has no places to sit because he only stands or lays down. So. There you go. So are you standing with him? <laughs> no, I'm standing up. He's sitting He's standing. on the couch. I'm, I'm sitting. Oh, okay. All right. Well, well, welcome to the pod. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I, my question is: Do we have a guest? Well, you'll have to wait and see. <laughs> no, we do not. <laughs> no, we don't have a guest. <laughs> but that was it. That was my QE moment. Cool. Very cool. That is very cool. I I call it QE. If you don't want to call it QE, that's fine. But to it, to me, it's QE. That is absolutely QE. It reminds me of the other podcast QE moment of when Jolene Wojcik helped revive a gentleman via CPR with staying alive in her, listening to staying alive. And we had talked about that the previous day or whatever. Yes. And something she hadn't heard. Anyway, it's amazing. The universe is amazing. Yes, it is. It, it brought Luke to us, to our podcast, you know, surreptitiously yeah I, it was actually quantum teleportation it wasn't <laughs> okay. it wasn't driving or anything quantum tele- quantum teleportation yes I, I like that qt qt no that's a we can't that's a that's a that's a gas station we can't we can't that's take true. their brand yeah so QE is probably actually something too actually the gas station probably brought me here more than the qt did that's very good so probably, qt did bring probably. him here yeah by putting gas in his car so what else has happened in this week? Um, Jason's wife decided that she was going to read Harry Potter books so she could have something to talk more to talk about with, with our son, who's 11. Cool. Because he's totally into that and he's read them all. And he started watching the movies, but he was like, nope, it's not, not as good as what I see in my mind. And I'm like, that's cool because mm-hmm. he's yeah. read the books multiple times. She goes, hey, I'm, I'm going to read the first book and then you and I will talk about it. And he was like, yeah, sure. Um, but he said, I'm going to um, have to do something first to the book. And I'm like, what's he talking about? And she said, he came up to her and said, you know, um, Mom, there's a lot of bad words in these books that, you know, you may not have been exposed to. <laughs> and so um, I marked them out and I wrote in more appropriate words that mean the same thing for you so you wouldn't have to read the bad words. Whoa. (laughs) Which? (laughs) Well, first of all, what bad words are in Harry Potter? Well, I'll get to that. Okay, all right. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, because you've read it right. I have read it. I don't remember bad words. And so she was was very curious because neither her or I have read it. And she said, so what were the bad words you're talking about? And he goes, well, one is (laughs) (laughs) H-E-L-L. That's precious. Uh, That's so precious. He's awesome. And she's like, I love him even more now. And I was like, yeah, that's great. 
Oh, I love that. He was trying to spare her, you know, sensibilities from having to read the bad words. Oh, I was going to say there there aren't that many bad words, but H E L L is is I'm I'm impressed. How sweet is that? And she's like, you know, the hell's not a bad word. It's 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 you can use it in a bad way. You mean you know to say bad things about people, but it just that's that's probably most words. Um, is Young Statman still with us? Yes, he is. I'm right here. Have you read Harry Potter? I have not read Harry Potter. Not I've seen, one? N- no. I've seen like two of the movies. My daughter's read it. And is, is she a fan? <laughs> she likes it. I don't think it's her favorite thing ever, but she enjoys the book. Does she by chance pronounce Hermione Hermione? Or does she say Hermione? Oh. I haven't <laughs> asked her. I, she might have, she might, because she talks to her friends enough, she might yeah. ha- have the right pronunciation. She might, okay. Sure. Has she seen the movies at all? I think she's seen the first one or parts of the first one. Yeah, uh, I've seen I, I've seen the first one and maybe half of the second one. I've seen That's parts of a couple of them because we have the DVDs. But my son was just like, "No, nah, I, I I'm not into that." After he read the books, he just preferred to go back and reread the books. Yeah, my daughter's kind of the same way. She doesn't. She's not that interested in the movies because she knows the book will be better. Yeah, That's good. I can definitely get that. Um, I thought the Harry Potter movies did a fairly good job. Um, mm-hmm. recreating the book, but I can see that like this. Jason, we talked about this last week, Ready Player One. Yes, we did. You know I liked the book, which you didn't, but yes. I liked it. Well, I didn't even actually read. You didn't well, like the premise the of several the book. pages. Yeah, it's just, I couldn't, I was like, no, this is this is going to make me frustrated to read this, so I can't read this. And, and you know, my stepdad really liked that book, so it would be fun to see the movie with him, but I can't, I don't know that I, I if it's Steven Spielberg, I get it, but uh, it looks terrible. Do I go yeah. see this movie? No. No, 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 no. Well, Steven Spielberg now has, like, lost it. He's, I don't think he cares anymore. Well. It's not the same. A Steven Spielberg movie now is not the, what a Steven Spielberg movie was in the 80s, or even the 90s, but certainly not the 80s. Oh, you mean, like, Titanic? Did he do Titanic? Uh, no, that was Cameron. Was it Cameron? James yeah, Cameron. James Cameron. I get those two mixed Titanic. up. Wait a minute, we gotta explore this. By looks, by by their looks. To me, they kind of look similar. They're both gray grayish <laughs> hair. And that's how I picture Cameron and so Spielberg. They're men with gray hair, so they look similar. <laughs> yep. I mean, I just that's what I see and then I move on. Hey, that works. Yeah. It, it is what it is. Yeah, James Cameron, sorry. So E.T. E.T. Did I get we're gonna, that right? We're going to have to pull up. We're going to have to Google pictures of both of them and put them side by side and send that out. Yeah, because they're, they're probably don't even look at all like. <laughs> they're both human beings. As far See? as I know. There we go. Yeah. So, Nailed it. Um, Spielberg, didn't he do like, I mean, he was involved in like Raiders of the Lost Ark and all those Indiana Jones things, right? Didn't he do E.T.? Yeah, definitely. But see, I'm more of the I'm more of the action movie stuff. Raiders and of Jaws. the Lost Ark. Um, sure, Spielberg did that. Mm-hmm. Jaws, he did. Mm-hmm. This could get this could get we could get in over our heads. We could real quick on this. I actually think he might have done Beetlejuice. <laughs> um, no, that was Tim Burton. Oh, okay. Beetlejuice. What do I know? <laughs> what do you know about Beetlejuice? What do I know? I know. I know a lot more about Beetlejuice now than I ever cared to know. <laughs> I was going to say than you even wanted to know. <laughs> yeah. Just from people t- sending you stuff, tweeting you yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's right. 
So do <laughs> did anything else happen this week? Not really. Well, uh, I've done my week in reviews. Okay. Oh, What's okay. What's happened okay. besides you know <laughs> your your Q QT? My QT moment. Yeah. So I. Uh, this is sort of related to Jason's story, so uh-huh. maybe the opposite direction. Uh, my my daughter that I was just talking about that's read the Harry Potter books, she's mm-hmm. she's likely to do that same kind of thing that Jason was just describing. But I my uh, my younger daughter that's in preschool, uh, she's she's maybe the one that we're most concerned about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they had a uh, was it a St. Patrick's Day thing at mm-hmm. preschool. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, one of the things that they were going to do was they were going to make leprechaun traps. So they were going to try to catch leprechauns in the ah, class. Okay, yeah. I and, remember that. And I think, you know, after the day after uh, they set out all the traps, then like the room's destroyed and nothing's gotten in the trap. And so it's kind of a fun little thing that they get to do. Mm-hmm. And they were decorating this uh, container that was all green and everything. And so, uh, uh, Actually, going back a, a step from that, young stat wife, uh, she found out that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so young stat wife, she found out that uh, she heard something that said uh, that Lucky Charms had uh, rat poison as one of its ingredients in it. What? I don't know if you've heard that before. I have not. No. That would be a new one on me. I haven't looked it up myself, which is, I guess, odd for... Yeah, that's really odd. I I mean... (laughs) You're young stat man. That's my job. You you are the only one that looks stuff up on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So anyway, uh, she had heard that, and and I think they've changed their ingredients recently, but for a while... Oh, so uh, they changed their ingredients from rat poison. Yeah, yeah. That's probably good when you're considering food. Yeah, I mean... Yes, yeah, you know, something like an Oreo, you don't want to you don't want to go away from the original, but Exactly. With, uh, there you go. <laughs> I'm just Lucky wondering Char- Lucky uh, Charms if if one of them's uh, rat poison, you probably might want to go in a different direction. <laughs> yes, I think so. I'm wondering when they had the rat poison and when it's been removed. I mean, are we talking mid-90s that the rat poison was in there because then that answers a lot of questions for me. <laughs> yeah, it could have been <laughs> It could have been something like that. Okay. I mean, maybe all right. maybe would... that's why we're all here right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. And anyway, it might be it might be just like, you know, they share a common ingredient or something where it's not really, you know, the main uh, I don't okay, know. Yeah. I don't I have no idea. Like poison. <laughs> anyway, so so she told the kids that and so we didn't have uh Lucky Charms in our house for a while. And but they decided for their leprechaun trap to they they, they should put, you know, some rainbows and uh, horseshoes and all those kinds of Purple things in the trap as bait. Yeah. Blue diamonds. As bait, right? Green clovers. So, <clears throat> so they had these marshmallows into the trap and uh, and they thought it was fun and everything. And then I'm, I'm putting her in the car to take her to school and she's holding her leprechaun trap. And uh, I, had, I didn't even know at the time that there were these marshmallows in there. Mm-hmm. And she says... Uh, I got this trap. I get to poison a leprechaun today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. And and she says it all matter of fact, like yes. like uh I have no feelings uh toward this leprechaun at yes. all. I don't I don't care if this leprechaun dies. If he dies, he dies. 
she was just very excited that she could do this. Wow. Yeah. 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 Let's... But she she sort of has a habit of talking about death very matter of factly. That's sort of disturbing. That is very general. similar to my daughter who turned seven this week. So uh, I mean, that's that's the people who are going to be running corporations someday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I gotta at least try to instill a little bit of empathy into her. Yeah. <laughs> my daughter, that is. So anything else in the week in review? No, I think I think we can wrap that up. Okay. Wait, Jason. Yes. Were you on the radio? <laughs> Real thoughts. Real thoughts. We ain't no robots. Real thoughts. Real thoughts. We ain't no Neither of us has had a real thought in quite a while. That is actually factually correct. Yeah. And we both have one this week. And so does Luke, I think. Yes. Or Young Stat Man. Yes. So here's mine. Okay. If you see me at the gym or you're sitting next to me on a plane or a train or a bus, mm -hmm. or if I'm outside jogging or walking my dog and I'm wearing headphones, do not try to make small talk with me. Well, yeah. Who does that? Am I wrong on this? No. Who? I mean, people do that to you when you're wearing headphones? Yes. All the time. I thought that was the universal signal for, I'm not interested in a conversation, even though we're sitting on this airplane next to each other. Thank you. you. Headphones in. Thank you. Yeah. That's, not that's... every person gets that. Oh, boy. And I'm not talking about someone who might have a quick question. Like at the gym, sometimes someone will lean next to me on the other elliptical and say, hey, are you watching this channel? Because I'd like to change it. Well... I don't mind that, even though it's kind of obvious that I'm not watching it because I have headphones on. Yeah. Um, but I'm talking about the people who, like on the airplane, might say, here I am. I got my headphones on. I'm watching a movie or whatever on my iPad. Um, so where are you headed? No, not appropriate. <laughs> what? I want – part of the reason I'm wearing headphones are so nobody bothers me. Yeah, and I, I literally have never – I don't know if I've ever had that happen to me. Oh, I have. Are, is it ever, I guess my other question is, is it ever acceptable to start talking to someone who's wearing headphones? Because I well, think there are exceptions. Maybe if in like Jolene's situation before, but what we talked about where, you know, somebody's fallen on the floor and needs medical attention. So somebody, yeah, I think that's okay. Yeah. But I also think at work. It's okay. Like sitting in a cubicle or yeah. like what yeah. kind of work are you talking about? Well, you know that my... At my job, it would never be acceptable to even actually, you know, it would not even be acceptable to wear headphones. That's, yeah, because you have to, like, interact with yeah. the patients and stuff. But yeah. I, if you're at, in a, you know, like a cubicle situation or whatever, and a coworker comes up to you to discuss work issues, and you have earbuds on, you should not get upset. You're at work. Oh, no. You should, you should yeah, you take, should take the headphones out and, and talk to them. The yeah. yeah. But what if they just want to come up and say, hey, so what's been going on? Then it's, you, it's more of a gray line. I don't, I don't think that, I, mm. I think, uh, I, I think, you, yeah, it has to be a real work related. Yeah. Do you, uh, now I haven't worked in a, like an office, office cubicle or office, like corporate environment in like 15 years now or more. Um, so do you think that people in those environments often wear headphones? Like during um, the day when they're working? I think I'm not talking about like do. customer service people like that have to have a headset to like talk to people right. to call in. But like if you're just, you know, I mean. I think I, they probably do. 
I mean, I always hear people say at work, I was listening to this podcast or that podcast or, um, that's true. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. All the time. I, I work in a place that an office type environment and people wear headphones all the time. Granted, a lot of people that I work with do stuff with computers on computers. Mm. And so some of the time they're using it, you know, to focus on something in particular or whatever. And I, I do interrupt or I do interrupt people on headphones. And if I have a specific question, if it's small talk, I won't do it. Uh-huh. But right. if, it, if it's and usually I'll try to be sort of discreet with it. I'll just kind of like yeah. stand nearby and. And hover, say, and you know, yeah, <laughs> hover until they take the headphones off. Yeah, yeah, hover really suspiciously, <laughs> awkwardly. No, uh, uh, you know, I'll try to be polite and say, you know, if you're too busy, I can come back later or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, do they look I wear... at you like they want to punch you in the face, or are they pretty good about it? Well, it depends on the person. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. That, I think that's basically in general everything that we talk about. It depends, it depends on, the on the person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because I mean, I wear headphones at home when I don't want to talk to Jason's wife and kids. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I wear headphones primarily most of the day. I got to say I'm getting in there because I have headphones on the majority of the day because I'm doing something with audio. Yeah. And if I'm working on something like a graphic or something like that, I usually have music or a podcast playing. So I almost always have headphones on. So I, no. And it's it's it definitely depends on the person and I don't have any problem if my kids need something they want to come up and, you know, say, "Hey, what the thing that I have to um, watch out for with this is they will often come up, my kids, and they will just start talking. And if I'm like on a live mic or on a conference call or something or recording something, mm-hmm. they just come in and start just start talking. Because my office is not exactly enclosed, as Luke can, can speak for. It is very um, open, <laughs> which I like because it, it, it adds to the creativity of things and, you know, just having been able to look out the windows and stuff and have plenty of, like, I'm not closed in a room. Yeah. But it does limit the there's like no natural barrier to keep kids from just walking in and saying hey dad you know i pooped and it was giant or something crazy like that (laughs) it just that happens so they are not they they are not um they don't understand the social rules yet of breaking oh no oh no 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 all right no you know you know my uh 11 year old has autism so he does not he does not understand the social rules really anyway mm-hmm. um, as well. And then my seven-year-old is a tornado. So yes, she, what she understands. Tigger the tornado. Yeah. Even if, even the little bit she understands, she doesn't care. So okay. I mean, that's so, just the way it is. No chance. So, okay. Here's another little wrinkle. I, sure. Another acceptable situation where I think it's okay to talk to people with headphones is when you're in line at the grocery store and you're checking out or any store for that matter. It's acceptable to talk to them. Yes, the especially the teller or or whatever they call the oh, person. Oh, of course, yeah. the per, like the cashier. Because I think that that you're getting rude when you're ignoring them when they're checking you out. You wait a minute. You see people at the store, like at the grocery store, going through the line, and the check the teller or the cashier or whoever is like ringing up their stuff. The person, the customer, has headphones in and yes. won't like take them out to talk to the person. They have headphones in. I don't know. If, uh, I know sometimes when people are on the phone, That's they will too. be talking on the phone and then they'll say, hold on. And then they'll answer the teller's question and they'll keep talking and pay for everything all in one swoop. Never okay, getting this, off this, the phone. Yeah. This jumps into another area for me, which is you should not talk on the phone in a public social setting. I know. I know. We we both feel that way. I mean, I have I have to do it sometimes. Like, hey, do you, do, you, do we need Kleenex at home? 
but most of the time I'm doing that via text nowadays. Yeah, so same here, same here. Uh, or if you do it, you step out of the line, you wait, you do it yeah, before you get into yeah, the line. Yeah. And I, God forbid those people have a who let the dogs out ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> who let the dogs out? I think it's who, 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 isn't it? In the lyric. Isn't it woof? I thought it was who, who, who. Well, they're trying to make it sound woofy. Yeah, it's like if a dog said who. Who. Yeah, exactly. Do you think they got Scooby-Doo to do that? Because I don't really know about any other talking dogs. Um, there has to be more than one talking dog. Astro. 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 Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, instant correction right there. Yeah. From Young Statman. I don't know. I'm not somebody that likes to put headphones in in the grocery store because I think there oh, no. are more people around. And if, I guess if the chances are that you're going to run into people and maybe have to speak to them, mm-hmm. I choose not to do that. But if I'm in a, <laughs> in a situation where I'm working out or on a plane, I, I find that a little bit more acceptable to wear yeah. headphones. Oh, absolutely. I'm in my own like space. To... I'm not in yes. your space at the grocery store. And everyone I just happen to be space. in a space that's next to your space. Yes, yeah, I understand that. And it's I like how you put, you know, if I what's the chance I have running to somebody and I have to talk to them? Yeah, yes. Because <laughs> that's a lot of times if I'm like going to the store to get something, that's the way I feel too. So yeah. I understand that. Yeah. So anyway, that that's my real thought is people don't talk to me when my headphones are on. Unless you oh, know no. me. I guess it's okay if I know you. You don't know me. But you straight, think you know I'm me? You don't know me? Yes. Yeah. You have strangers just come up and start talking to you? It's not well. Yeah, sometimes pe- people, extroverts especially, will talk to anybody about anything. I must be like, you know, repellent to people because they don't usually <laughs> want to talk to me. Strangers usually don't just come up and start talking to me. Uh, how about you, young stand man? Uh, probably not that much. I, I wear headphones a lot in those mm. situations, and I think I tend to that keeps people away more than it seems to keep people away from you okay yeah. so he's so, speaking for the younger generation because i think he's younger than both of us so he's yeah. he's young stat man after all so yes. i i feel like he maybe that's more of a a younger person thing is to wear headphones a lot of times and you and you're saying that people are obeying those social rules with you yeah or i just don't make eye contact i don't know yeah, yeah there you go <laughs> there it is yeah let me ask you this but, now but yeah if i'm just like walking for like I don't know, 500 yards, I will put headphones in. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally Anytime. get yep. that. Because that's, that's that that supposed you. to signal, don't talk to me. Yeah, totally. You would think so. Now, here's the question. Do you wear like the little in-ear, like Apple, invisible, like wireless, no. what are they called, iPods? No, I wear the, the um, headphones oh. that come with the phone. Oh, okay. So they're not like the over-the-ear, like no. air traffic controller, no. person on the tarmac. Like, like Drew Brees' kid at the Super Bowl. Headphones. No, I don't. I didn't see Drew Brees' kid at the Super Bowl headphones, but no, they're the Apple. You know, the headphones. ones that like cover your ears that are like you know cones over your ears that like completely seal in your ear. No. Okay. So yeah, so maybe maybe try that, and that would be a more <laughs> of a signal to be like, leave me alone. Can't you see my headphones? They're giant. Yeah, yeah. Those headphones are big, and and probably they cost money. So no, it depends. You can get cheap ones like that too. I'm not spending money for other people, for other people's <laughs> to follow my rules. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. People should follow your rules. Yeah. <laughs> now, what about your real thought for the week? Um, I tweeted about this a while ago, and I was thinking, and about daylight savings time because you know 
It was recently mm -hmm. the Couple transition to spring. Yeah. yeah, to daylight savings time. And I tweeted that, you know, because honestly, I don't like daylight savings time. Okay. Or I didn't at the time when I tweeted this. So I tweeted that, you know, this year I've chosen not to observe daylight savings time. However, as a courtesy to others and in compliance with societal norms to avoid chaos, I shall do the calculations in my head each and every time. So, you know, I'd just add the hour every, or subtract, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. Math. Um, yes. Um, which obviously is the dumbest sentiment that I've said recently. Yeah. But now I've actually come around on daylight savings time. Now that we're oh. in it, been in it for a couple of weeks, okay. I've come around on it and I actually am for it. I am so much for it that I think we should just do it year round now. Okay. <laughs> so let's, let's just settle it. We're just going to do daylight savings time year round. Solves the problem. Daylight savings time. Makes everybody round. happy. Yeah. Why not? Where would that leave Arizona? And what's the other state that doesn't observe it? It would leave Arizona and Florida, which is the other state that has now decided not to observe it, in the past where they are on everything else. Okay. All right. So we'd be okay with that. <laughs> yes. So daylight savings time all the time would mean... Yeah. It would just permanently put them in a different time zone. There you go. There yeah. You go. Okay. That's a good correction. So why did you decide that you wanted it all the time now instead of none of the time? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love it so much now. It's just so awesome and so great. And we should just, if it's so, if it's so great, why don't we just get more of it? Doesn't I'm, that make it better? Yes. Doesn't more yeah, always more make everything better? better? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard. Do you know the real, do you know the reason that daylight savings time was put, put into use way back whenever it was put into use? What was the original no, reason? But I'm going to take a guess. Can I take yeah. a guess? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that Benjamin Franklin came up with the concept in order to help farmers who were needed more time to harvest crops. I mean, I don't know if it's Benjamin Franklin, but I, th I think that's a pretty good guess. What about you, young stat man? Can you, can you confirm this? I had heard the same thing. You did. That okay. sounds like a confirmation to me. <laughs> Definitely. So... You know, with daylight savings time all the time, we would yes. just have more time for outdoor activity, too. And yes, we would be saving daylight time yes. all the time. We would be. So it, was, it was also for saving candles. Oh, because, okay. Because, uh, you know, people yep. had to burn candles to be able to see. Mm -hmm. And if they were waking up at certain times, then they had to... Oh, like lantern oil conservation. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So really, it'd be heroic to yes. be saving daylight savings time. Daylight savings time people are original, you know, yeah. world lovers. It was they, about energy what's the name for that? What's the name for world lovers? World lovers. <laughs> Conservationists. Conservation. What are we talking about? <laughs> Ecologists. Where's Patrick Moffat when you need him? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Patrick Moffat. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> now that would have been funny. Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> well, wait, Patrick, come here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so the real problem isn't it's it's not daylight savings or not daylight savings. It's that we're still changing. Of course, that's yes. the whole point. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. that's my stupid point. I was trying to stupidly make the point of <laughs> quit changing the clocks around. This is ridiculous. Uh huh. Yeah. Now I'm going to type this in right now. Do we still need daylight savings time? That's a. Oh, you you going to? Oh, you mean yeah. Google? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Google. Google. Yeah. Okay, now it brings me to this place, debate.org. 
Oh, no. Do we still need daylight savings time? Yes, 39%, and no, 61%. And, okay, I want to read you this one. Sure. This one is, there's no poster's name. I don't know who it is. Yes, we should. It helps people in the morning, so cars can seem like kids at the bus stop, so they are safe. Oh, it helps people in the morning, so cars can (laughs) see them like kids at the bus stop, so they are safe, period. It can help you focus on work because we get more sleep, so you are not as tired at school or at work. You can get your work done. That's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Um, And then, yes, yes, yes. I think we still need daylight savings time because sunlight is nice, and you don't need to worry about skunks. (laughs) What? That's what What? it says. We also need daylight savings time because a lot of people like walking their dog when there is daylight. I and some other people like taking a walk when there is daylight. There is Uh, is... (laughs) H-E-I-R. So we're we're dealing with some real, you know, think tank type people here. I think I I rest my case and my point has been made by doing the, you would want to do the opposite of what these geniuses have just said. Yeah, and speaking of geniuses, we need more daylight so we don't have to waste any lights in the house. Also, what we can do is work more and get more money for phone bills and other bills like house bills, mostly so we can pay for food and other things we need like ham, meat, and all that other good foods out there in the world. And one more thing is so we can get stuff for our house or get stuff that we can do, (laughs) period. Wait, wait, is there any punctuation? No, and actually I added the period because there was no period. This was all You had to take a breath in there somewhere. Yeah. Wait, what did it say? Like ham and stuff? Like ham, meat, and other... And ham, meat, and all that other good foods out there in the world. And one more thing is so we can get stuff for our house or get stuff that we can do. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is it ham, comma, meat, or is it ham, meat? Ham, comma. There, that's, okay. the only, that's the only punctuation in that entire sentence. Ham, ham comma, and other, ham meat, and meat. comma, and so all that you, other good foods. In that part of the food so, pyramid. <laughs> Yes. So they use their proponents of the Oxford comma, which is nice. Yes, yes. <laughs> Just no other punctuation whatsoever. Yes. So those people are in favor of of daylight savings time, and then this guy said no. Wait, wait how do you how do you work more with daylight savings? <laughs> I you get more you said daylight that somewhere in there. Well, you get to eat more ham meat, so yeah. you get you get more energy to work more. Um, and then one more. This guy is against daylight savings time, or girl. It doesn't say yes. Solidarity. um, Outdated. Here's the title of his review, I guess. Outdated or his opinion. Outdated philosophy, more serious cons than positive pros. Studies show more serious cons, including health problems and car accidents, not proven to save energy. It would be healthier for people to start their day earlier and end their day earlier. Daylight savings time is an artificial time, not true time. The sun should be directly or close to above in the sky at 1,200 hours, not at 1,300 hours. <laughs> nice. I like the military time in there. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. So he thinks, yeah. you know, we the it's going to make us healthier. I think he's actually right that we should just follow what the sun is doing. Yeah. And that's and what it, he's look, saying. If we, if we need to adjust our observance of time... Like, like the Earth is moving slower around the sun or faster. So we need we we threw these artificial constraints in there, like David daylight savings time and like leap year, because our calendar is not exactly right. Mm-hmm. And so why don't we just adjust it and change it and fix it instead of going okay every four years we throw in another uh, another year. Why don't we ch- another day? Why don't we just change the measurement how we measure time? Because it's not like. It's it's not like the clock tells us what time it is. The clock is supposed to observe and report on the time. It doesn't determine the time. 
And I think we've gotten into the mode of as a society and a culture of, oh, the calendar and the clock are what determine the time. No, no, we do it based on these measurements, these physical universe measurements of how we determine stuff. And we just these clocks and these calendars are the best way that we've come up with so far in order to, you know, demonstrate that and keep us on track, which it's good to track time. It's it's important for human beings. But to not change the basis of how we observe it and report on it when the thing itself is actually changing is stupid. Yeah, and some might say it's forking like this next one. <laughs> and then we can end on this. Wait a what? This is the exact wording. Remember, I'm not changing any words. Is this uh, Kristen Bell writing this? <laughs> yeah, it's probably someone who's seen Kristen Bell in The Good Place. Yes. Daylight savings time is so forking because there's no point of it, just makes an annoyance. And somehow, someone I know will probably be tailgated, two words. And on that very note, we don't forking need it anymore because it doesn't matter. Daylight savings time is so forking because there is no point of it. It just makes an annoyance. And someone I know will probably be tailgated. And okay. on that, okay, so she's what repeating. Is, what she's is, doubling down. Or what are the, What's the car accident part of this? Is that <laughs> like some study or something? This is like debate class, like middle school debate class. These kids might be in middle school. This sounds like some of them are. That they've taken and like they're applying middle school debate stuff that they've learned in like mm-hmm. their debate class to this and like typed it online on the internet. This is. Yeah. <laughs> we have got to go back to this well more often. Actually, you might be right because this person says. Ever since daylight savings time began, I'm t- I've been tired at school. Yeah, I need yep, it yep. dark to sleep, and so do a lot of other people. People say yep. it's good to have more daylight so kids don't sit down and play video games. But I think <laughs> this is wrong because because if you don't get enough sleep, you can get sick. <laughs> okay, yeah. These must be kids. <laughs> These are kids. These have to be kids. And by the way, it's actually – I think I'm going to say I'm right on middle school because studies have shown that middle schoolers need more sleep per student than the rest – than high school and elementary school. Well, I can believe that. Yeah. I don't know why. You can make a study show anything. That's why I love when people start to say, studies have shown. You can make statistics and the studies that you do and the polls that you take say anything you want them to say. Is that correct, young stat man? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, there you go. There's a right way to do it, but yes. it doesn't always come out. Right. No, but people spin stuff all the time. Studies can, studies can show that Oreos are good. <laughs> My studies I, show that anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> stat young man or young stat man. Let's let's first get that out of the way. <laughs> Which one do you prefer? I don't think it matters. All right. So <laughs> I think I've used both myself. So All right. that's that, the one thing we can't correct. That settles it. All right. That does totally settle it. Young stat man. Do you stat have a real man, thought? Yeah. yeah so, uh, so this is related to my... Uh, my QT coming over to Jason's house today. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, uh, so uh, as I was QTing very, very slowly on Atlanta roads this morning, on the on the way to his house, mm-hmm. one thing I noticed is that I'm pretty sure every single street in Atlanta is named Peachtree Street. Yes, <laughs> you would be correct. That is. So I don't know how anybody gets around in here. I'm, well, let me take that back. They're not all named Peachtree Street. There's Peachtree Boulevard. There's uh-huh. there's Peachtree Road. There's Peach Old Corners. Peachtree Road. Yes. There's Peachtree International Boulevard, and then and then you pass by the neighborhoods, and there are things like 
Peachtree Place mm-hmm. and Peachtree Manor. Peachtree Circle. Peachtree Circle. Peachtree which is right Lane. next to Yeah, which yep. is probably right next to Peachtree High School. Yes. And uh yeah, I mean I came to an intersection and it was Peachtree both directions and they were different streets. <laughs> I don't oh, no. understand this. That's that's Atlanta. That is the Atlanta driving experience I'm, is you it's it's impossible. I, I don't understand this. I mean, was Atlanta just devoid of all imagination when the, the yes. streets were named? Or? <laughs> yes, that's it the answer. Like it. And it also sounds like driving in Atlanta is a real peach. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you, young Statman. Oh, Thank my God. <laughs> that, was, that was the longest <laughs> setup in the history of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, quilts. <laughs> and uh and Jason still never had a peach before, so. Very true. Very true. That is crazy. Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, no. Wait, what? Hey everyone. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And thanks again to Luke for stopping by. If you'd like to be on the podcast, all you have to do is stop by my house. And that's not going to happen because I'm not giving you the address. You are not invited. Let me be clear. I will call the police. Anyway, if you'd like to send us feedback, you can reach us on Twitter at SpeakTangents via email at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com. Snapchat, Facebook, all those other words that I don't understand. Words and stuff. Stuff and words and things. And now, some feedback. So do we have any feedback this week? Well, as a matter of fact, we do have feedback. Oh. And, you know, why don't we just go ahead and start with Twitter? Sure. Um, and, and specifically, we'll start with clarifications this week. Okay. Uh, and the first clarification is from James Cunningham at James Ivy 1978. And his tweet is in all caps and is punctuated with four exclamation points. Oh, no. Here we go. It's diners, drive-ins, and dives. <laughs> four exclamation points. Four. Uh, five. Five. He's, he's gone Five exclamation points. So he is very adamant. I don't even remember what we said. I think it had something to do with dumps. Dumps, dives, and dry. I don't know what he said. Drive-ins or something like that, yeah. Whereas when we were talking about food, right? Yes. I think we were talking about the, yes, we were talking about the cute little cafe that I ate at in Lincoln. (laughs) Okay, sure. So, sorry, James. It's diners, drive-ins, and dives, I guess. Yes. All right, the next clarification comes from Bob Walsh Mm -hmm. at Adadiah. Uh, this is about the Timberlake quote about can't handle all the love. And also the name of his March Madness bracket. <laughs> that's, that's the name of Bob's bracket? Yeah, yes. Nice. Nice. Um, when, that, when that quote first was revealed on that crazy quiz that we took. Yes. I, I asked him, well, I, I still don't know what he would say that about. Could you, where did you find that? And he finally found it. Oh, the whole entire article. Yeah, he tweeted it to us, and he said, finally found JT's quote in a November 2000 sit-down with Cosmo Girl. Yes. Which begins with the intro, quote, the thoughtful 19-year-old from Tennessee talks about charity, spirituality, and why most of his girlfriends have cheated on him, unquote. (laughs) 
So first of all, he's 19. So like I yeah. think you tweeted, we can give him a little bit of a pass. Oh, absolutely. And 19, most of his girlfriends, what's that? Two out of four? Yeah. <laughs> Two out, three out of four? I mean, come on, 19? Well, I mean, done, he was in the Mickey Mouse Club. He was probably dating when he was like 12 years old. Yeah, that's true. Um, And then Bob also included a link to the article. So, of course, I, I read it. It was okay. an awful article. <laughs> and I'm not talking just about his answers. Yeah. I'm talking also about the questions. Well, it's Cosmo Girl, right? Isn't that how you say that? I don't Cosmo know. Cosmo Girl? Because it's, like, it's got like girl is like italicized with like an exclamation point I've seen in the logo, right? I don't know. Maybe multiple exclamation Maybe. points. So anyway, I think that we should just sort of act this little interview out just so that we can talk a little bit more about the context of this quote. Oh, are we role playing? Yeah, let's role play. Okay, okay, go. I'll be the interviewer and you can be JT. Okay, I get to be the interviewee. Yes. Okay. We've heard that your put-everything-into-it attitude has overwhelmed some of your past girlfriends. Is that true? Well, every relationship I've been in, I've eventually overwhelmed the girl because they just can't handle all the love. Honestly, that's always been my dilemma. <laughs> well, how do you show a girl love? Well, there, there are all kinds of little things you can do. <laughs> so you is, this, is this a word-for-word transcript? Because that's not a sentence. There are all kinds of little things you can do. <laughs> okay. I think that's a sentence. Well, I mean, it's there are all kinds of little things you can do. Yeah, <laughs> that's all sentence. he's saying. They're all, but it's it's like he's leaving words out. I think he means to. Okay, that's right. He's nineteen. So give you tell them you love them, you give them things, you do things for them. All of the above. Do you call them twenty four seven? Well. I'm not annoying or nothing. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll do things like put cards in their drawers. I mean their dresser drawers. Ha ha. Wink, wink. The emphasis was mine, by the way. Okay. And scavenger hunt. Wait, what? <laughs> scavenger? And scavenger hunts. Scavenger hunt. Hide clues and they'll follow them to the gift. <laughs> that is so sweet. Is it true that one of your girlfriends cheated on you? You must have been... She must have been totally crazy. Yeah, she was crazy. Her name was Brittany. Most of the girls I've been... They didn't say that. Most of the girls I've been with have cheated on me. But you don't think all girls are like that, right? I'm trying not to. But I went through a period where I was disgusted. I totally give myself to somebody. And she took it for granted. And was like, what is anything worth? It felt kind of, I kind of felt like it was all just a game. And I wasn't into playing the game. So I despise women for about half a year. Did somebody finally sit down and say, you got to have hope or something like that? Yeah, and you just get over it. You learn that all the people that you were with and just didn't love themselves enough to be honest with you. That's really it. You have to know it wasn't you. It was them. They couldn't be honest with themselves. So they couldn't be honest with you either. So what he's saying is the opposite of it's not you, it's me. Uh, exactly. He's exactly. saying it's not you. He's George Costanza. Yes. At 19. At <laughs> yes. 19. Yes, 19. All right. So, Bob, thank you for sending us that article. I now, I guess I have to admit that he actually said that. <laughs> is that but correct? He was young 19. Man? He, he was 19. He actually said that. Uh, do we have a clarification on that? Um, I don't know. Okay, that works. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was from 2000, so whatever age he was at 2000. 
works for me. Apparently, he must have been 19. That yes. sounds about right. 19. Uh, my my problem is that even the interviewer spells things wrong in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> totally T-O-T-A-L-Y. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just hoping that that's uh, whoever transcribed that misspelled yeah. it. I'm hoping this is like a fan-made transcript because it's. Yeah. I, I was having difficulty reading it because there were a lot more words that I, I was trying to make the sentence make sense because yeah, that was the uh-huh. first time I read through that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was good, though. That was a good idea to read that. <laughs> okay, now we're going to go to some, I guess, some random reactions. Um, sure. Not clarifications, just reactions, or I guess, well, feedback. <laughs> <laughs> John Miller at JKM563. Great talk about Halt and mm. Catch Fire. I was listening, but I bet you already guessed that. One thing I liked about the show was Gordo was born in 1953, and I was, well, actually, I'm not going to read the rest of those five words, because it's a major spoiler. <laughs> yes, that's a good good call, good call. Yeah. <laughs> I skipped that part of the podcast last week. So. <laughs> you skipped yeah. the part of the podcast, yeah. Yeah, because huh? he hasn't yeah. finished watching yeah, it. Yeah, I've yeah. watched five episodes. Yeah. And you do appreciate our time codes, right? Yes, I follow the time codes. There we go. Yeah. Nice. And Feedback. Sh- and Sean Morrissey at Sean underscore Morrissey. Changes bracket name to Fishman Dildos. <laughs> and he included a fish emoji. <laughs> yep. And to me, that look, the, the fish emoji kind of looks like Nemo. Yep. I, you're going to make it difficult for me to watch Finding Nemo again. Sorry. Yeah. This is... Yeah, I am. I am like, like Luke just said. He he didn't listen to that part of the, part of the podcast. I'm pretending this part and that part from last week do not exist. Okay, well then, okay. Um, close your ears one more time here for Simeon Copeland sure. at the schmooze. Uh, he begins the tweet with a laughing so hard I'm crying emoji, and then he says, "Oh, that's what that is." Serious club soda spewage at the mention of the fishman apparatus. <laughs> I thought that emoji was like holding up like blue boxing gloves, like he was Rocky. I thought it was like Rocky, like it's a Rocky situation. Yeah, teardrop shaped boxing gloves. I guess well, I can I mean, see how he's. It looks thought like that. he's got hands and he's like smile. He's like eyes are squint shut and his eyebrows. I thought those were like you know you know Rocky at the end of Rocky one and Rocky two especially. Sylvester Stallone. They did the makeup to make him look like he you know had been run over a truck, much less in a yeah. boxing match. Um, so I thought that was you know just the what that emoji was signifying. Well, I'm happy to. You know, clarify that for you. Yes, thank you for correcting. Thank you for giving me feedback on my emoji. Yeah. Matthew Vogel at Vogel Matt. This week, KJ has me picturing the opening credits of Friends with Courtney Love instead of Courtney Cox. (laughs) I I think we were originally talking to... I was thinking that Courtney Cox was Courtney Love when you were describing her. Yeah. Yes. And I tweeted him back that that would be a completely different show. That would be interesting. Yeah. That would be an interesting show. And, And from Bob Walsh again at Adidaya. Schrodinger Heisenberg Open, simply brilliant, two exclamation points. Nice. Nice. Thank you. And now we'll move on to March Madness brackets. Brackets. Patrick Moffat at Moffat Patrick. Now, this was after the early rounds, which he says right here in the tweet, so I didn't really need to clarify that. The early rounds don't mean much unless the train holds the tracks down the stretch, but a nice start to defending the Speaking of Tangents Bracket Challenge Championship. Tied for first place with at Burke and Beer, at Luke Overby, at oh. Gal AK, at Mr. Lip, and at JMR Wojcik. Also, wow. off to hot starts. Very nice. Very nice. Yes. Do we, let, let, can we hear from one of our you know, hot start members of our bracket challenge? I don't know how it's fared since this tweet, but do you have any stats or any clarifications on 
how the brackets are doing. We have him here. We don't have to read his tweet. He can just tell us. Yeah, we, we <laughs> read his tweet. He's sitting right here. I know. <laughs> so, so just a clarification on what you just said. I think at that point, which was probably after the Friday games, yeah, uh, Patrick and uh, Mike from Burke were in first, and I think the rest of us were near. And so yeah, I think there's a period after so. Mike from Burke. Yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. But but now at this point, after the Sunday games and before the the ones uh, the the Sweet Sixteen through Final Four, um, I believe someone else has become in first. I'm not sure who that is. Mm, yeah, me either. Excellent someone statistical st- report. Stat young man. Oh, stat man. <laughs> Are you really in first now? <laughs> actually, actually, I'm in first and second. Because yeah. <laughs> I have, I have both of my teams are in first and second. Nice peanut butter Ty- and nay, I believe, is the first place bracket. Also, right. the winner of the best bracket name, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PB yeah. and nay is in first, and then I, I changed the name of the other one uh, based on your conversation last week to Luke from you know. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jason couldn't figure out Luke Cam. Yes, that's Luke, right. You know, yeah. you know. And you also included hashtag analytics, which I think you are actually being serious that your analytics have put you in first place and second place. Well, yeah, I mean, I didn't actually pick any of my brackets. I just, I just uh, uh, ran some analytics and yes. picked whatever it told me to. Ran the simulations. And, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah, there there were two different models for the two different uh, two different brackets, and they're both <laughs> they're in first and second. Now, granted, I didn't. I'm not actually doing well at all. Uh, there were I don't so think many anybody is doing well. So, no, there were so many upsets and weird games that I don't think anybody. The team that's in first has Virginia winning it. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So I may not they be there be done, by the yeah. time people are listening to this thing either. Yeah. Well, we you know we might have our hands full too in determining the winners because right now there are a bunch of people who are tied for seventh place. Yes, and that would be me. I would be. I would be one of those. I think I'm in ninth place. I think my brackets both are tied for ninth. But you know, if the tournament minute finishes that way with a bunch of ties, we're going to just randomly select the winner. Yeah, and sure. if both of your brackets end up falling into one of those ten spots, we'll probably choose the highest place, and you'll get one prize, like we did yes. last year. Very good. So to answer your question, young but stat man, it, who don't get. First and second. You're not place. getting both prizes. Yeah, that was my that was my tweet. Was do I get two prizes? Yes. No. 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 Uh, <laughs> um, no I. Uh, oh, go ahead. I feel like if I get first and second, though, you know, you got to consider that. Well, you can have first or second. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could, We don't have can to I, choose can the I pick highest which prize. prize? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure that. I'm not sure the first prize is going to be the best one anyway. You're not sure. Neither are we. Do we, do we know what the, we're not sure what the prizes are? <laughs> but speaking of the prizes, we do have to give a huge shout out to Robert Colpin, our swag Absolutely. master, who de- donated us a big box of swag for the tourney. Yes. We're he still sending out through all the large prizes. and yes, strong. Yes, yes. yes. They don't call him swag master for nothing. That's true. Actually, speaking of, of prizes, I actually brought some tribute. Uh-oh. Ooh. This is a surprise to me. <laughs> I, brought oh. some, right. I, I brought some tribute for Jason. He, he he can either keep it or he can use it for a prize. Yes, as you can see on our webcam for, yes. for live looking at our show. Uh, what channel is that on? The internet. Um, it's Peeps. Yellow oh. Peep Bunnies. So oh. I, am, I am now... Um, going to eat them <laughs> so forget so the, about yeah so they may not end up being a prize the prize is you get to hear about my review of how 
these peeps were that Luke brought me. That's 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 the prize. fantastic. That and that's for everyone. <laughs> that's my donation to the prize pool. Yeah. Um, thank you, Luke. Thank you, Bobby Godfrey. At Bobby Godfrey. Um, tweeted, Calvin's had a rough evening after a great start to the day, but his whole Sweet 16 is still alive. Wow. Hashtag probably blowed up tomorrow. Now, this was early <laughs> in the tournament. And you know what? I don't think we congratulated Bobby and Bobby's wife on the birth of their no, son, we did not. Calvin. So congratulations, yes, awesome. Bobby. Very awesome. And baby Luke responded to Bobby's tweet. Oh, okay. At uh, Luke Kane Benson at baby Luke KB. In our house, busted bracket means I pooped myself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and by the way, just shout out to um Luke's dad, uh Luke Kane Benson's dad, not not Luke Young Statman's dad. Okay. Um What do you got Shout against out to him too. But um oh, that's good. <laughs> shout out to Adam Adam Benson. Um he had mentioned sometime something this week about, you know, does it ever go away? But he was talking about, you know, being concerned about your child, you know, and, and thinking about him and, and and that stuff, which no it doesn't. Um but the um the other thing that doesn't go away is having to deal with poop. What it do doesn't mean? go away. There's always something poop related with kids. It's something they're you're having to clean up something or something's happened or I I, I don't think it ever goes away until, until they become what like age? teenagers. I don't know. Maybe adults. Okay. <laughs> because is this, your, is this your experience, young stat man? Uh, I'd say I'd say the oldest is probably out of out of the poop base. Yeah, and it it might help that she's female too. Yeah, and it does. And eleven or twelve, okay. and gets. But it's still. I'm on the borderline of that. My seven year old. No, it's still. I mean, she's potty trained. She's not like wearing diapers. She's fine. She handles business herself. But there's, it's, it never really truly goes away. It decreases and it lessens, and the different in the ways you have to deal with it change. But, um. That's one thing they don't tell parents is you're, you'll always be concerned about them even when they move out. And I think Bob Walsh tweeted something about that, about yes, he's got yeah, his kids that. are like uh, 16 to two, like maybe 32, 33, he said. And he said, you still, when they call you on the phone, you still get this concern of, oh, hope everything's okay. And that I don't think that ever goes away from what people I've talked to. But the poop stuff still lingers too somehow. And I, maybe that's just my kids, but I, I think it's, I've talked to other parents who said the same thing. And on the poop stuff still lingers. We'll move on to the food <laughs> feedback. Well, that's how you get poop. That's right. That's right. So speaking of peeps, Jenny Robbins yes. at Robbins underscore Jenny tweeted us and said that she's had her peep quota for the year and included a picture of an empty box of what, from my investigative skills, it looks to be purple peeps. Ooh, okay. Those are good. And she also now, included they... a chick, a bunny, and a smiley face with the tongue out emojis. <laughs> Oh, that's what that smiley face means. Yeah, and what did you think it was? I'd rather not say. A boxing glove with one-sided pink boxing glove? I'd rather not say. Rather not say. Okay. I haven't had any peeps this season. I'm I'm sad about that. I haven't either, but I'm about to. I guess so. <laughs> and speaking of peeps, Brad Weiss at one Brad Weiss tweeted us a picture of a bag of kangaroo game jerky. Yes, I saw that. With this tweet, couldn't find Oreos or Peeps. Discuss. I don't have much to say besides, no, I'm not eating <laughs> yeah. that. Yes. I am not eating a kangaroo. It, I bet it would be pretty good. I'm sure it would. I just do not like the idea of it. It's like the pigs of Australia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's basically the same thing, isn't it? I it's, think it's like deer. Oh, yeah, the deer of Australia. That makes a lot more sense. Thank you for that instant correction. 
Yes. So do we, do you, <laughs> did you bring any stats about Oreos? Is there anything you can impart to us on knowledge of Oreos since you're here with us, Stat Young Man? Sure, why not? So uh, this, is, this is related to, uh, so there was a survey done that I found okay. that basically said uh, you, people had to pick their favorite Oreo flavor. And so I have the percentages of what people pick different Oreo flavors. Okay, so we can tell how many people are wrong. Yes. yes. Okay. Right, right. So uh, classic Oreos came out on top with 37%. I still have faith in humanity. <laughs> and then number two was double stuff. So Boom. They, they oh, yes. At, at 22%. So, KJ and I well represented mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Number three was peanut butter. Oh, yeah. 8%. Yuck. Okay. Uh, tied with mint at 8%. Okay. So. All right. I can handle that. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm out as soon as we pass double stuff, by the way. Oh yeah, me too. But I can, I can, I can roll with mint. I can, I can see, I can at least you know understand. I don't agree with it, but I can understand mint. Have yeah. you had mm-hmm. mint before, yes. that young man? I, I've had mint. Yeah, I'm, just... I'm not a mint. I'm not a huge mint fan in general. Mm. So, so what about whether the thin it's mints? Like not. it's Girl Scout cookie season. I've heard. So is it? Have you tried thin mints? Those are okay. KJ, would you like thin mints? I do like thin mints. They're tied with the Samoas for the best Girl Scout cookie. Which one is a Samoa? Is that that looks like the you know meat lovers pizza? It's got like the it's coconut and it's oh no, uh, I'm out. Yeah, that's the one. Brown I'm and and, and uh, caramel stripes on it. I think. See, I could roll with everything but the coconut on that. Yeah, I'm not a big coconut fan either. I'm I'm pretty simple tastes, uh, even with the Girl Scout cookies. I like that. Yeah. Thin mints are the best Girl Scout cookie. They're okay. the yeah. The trefoils are okay. They're I just, like those. They're you know just basic. Basic. Yep. Girl Scout cookie logo faces. Yeah, they're not. I'm not into those. Yeah, shortbread. I like shortbread. Right. What are What are the Oreo right. flavors? Because right, so this is got, this is getting into the depths of hell right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're 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 approaching uh, the lower end of the scale here. Yeah. Birthday cake at four percent. Okay. Oh. So, uh, we have s'mores at three and a half percent. Mm-mm. Uh, minis, which I guess are, I don't know if I've had minis. Wait they're just the regular, they're just the regular Oreos. This is like just right? a smaller Oreo? Yeah, yeah 3%. And then yeah. Thins, which is, I guess, the opposite of the devil stuff, but 2%. I've never had the Thins. Have you had the Thins, Kedra? I have not. And there's no point in a Thin mm-hmm. Oreo. And then, no, it's just, isn't it like the same cookie with like less cream inside? Or is it yeah, yeah. like overall yeah. everything, like the cookie is, is this? I'm is sure this it's like, like a low calorie deal. I was going to say, is this like the Weight Watchers version? I thought it just meant you just you just wanted chocolate. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, the, sure, exactly. Yeah. If, 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 no, Oreo needs to is, get is, away with this crap. Are the thins just the cookies that people have eaten? It's like they serve them to like people, like the employees, and then they let them like lick the cream out of the middle, and they just throw the un untouched wafer, like yeah. chocolate wafers, into a bin, and then they said somebody in marketing had the idea to go, "That's a new product. We're gonna put that out and call it a thin, and people are gonna love it." So that's what the leprechaun killer does. She just yeah. she just she just eats the mi- she just eats the middle, and then and then leaves the rest. So. Okay, I can get behind that. I mean, the to me the cookies are the way not nearly as good as the cream. This I just kind of eat them because I don't want to waste them. I understand that this is going to come as a tremendous shock to everybody, but I love the mix of the two flavors when you mix them together. The cookie. Wow, and the cream it is together. a shock. Yeah. Yes, that's. 
Well, there's certain things that should be mixed, and there's certain things that should not be mixed, and I make the decision on that. Yeah, you do. Both of you have made the very wrong decision that peanut butter and jelly should not be mixed. Oh, come on. (laughs) Come on. See, see, with me, it's not really the mixing that's the problem. It's that I don't really like peanut butter or jelly. Oh, you don't like peanut butter? That makes sense. No, or jelly. So you're definitely out on peanut butter Oreos. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He said he was out when after double stuff. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So, that's interesting uh, stat. I still am a little sad that people still like the original over the double stuff, but that's fine. That's more for me. So, <laughs> so then everything else just got lumped in together at about 2%. So that's, that's all of those crazy flavors that people are talk, talking about. Now that's, that that's appropriate that you just said they just, all that garbage just got lumped in together because that's basically how they made those flavors in the first place. Yeah. They just took, oh, we got this laying around on the factory floor. Let's throw it in there. It's a new Oreo flavor. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so really, if you if you add all of the ones that are, you know, the basic Oreo ingredients and just different proportions of them, it's something like sixty five percent. So, nice. so really, I I think Oreo sh- the company should learn something from this. I do absolutely. Too. How are those absolutely. peeps tasting, Jason? Are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, stat young man, while we have you here, um, do you have any other stats you've brought along to? to tell us before we sign off. All right. I've, so I figured since uh, I think you mentioned it maybe last week that baseball season is, is approaching and you're getting excited about that. I know mm-hmm. you mentioned Eight a while days. back. Seven days. And, and, I don't oh, know. Yeah. Counting, counting down the days. Yeah. It's less yeah. than 10. It, oh. I know that. Cool. There you go. So I, I know you mentioned a while back that you had this dream of visiting every single bar, ballpark. Yes, I do. For every major league uh, stadium. Mm. And, uh, and I think at the time you had hit maybe nine uh, ballparks, something like that. I think you're close. Um, we're going to hit two more on the way to Jingle Fest. Oh, wow. Cool. Okay. Yep. So we're gonna, there you go. Yep. So, so we'll be, be at 11. 11 at that point. But yes, we're, we got quite a few left. Okay. 11 out of what? 30? Yeah, 30. 30. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So How about that for a pull out of nowhere? <laughs> so the, uh, you're not just peeking uh, at Luke's piece of paper with his stats. No, I can't read. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can't read. So the uh, <clears throat> the there was there was some debate a while back about whether you had to revisit the stadium if they changed it. You know, like uh, oh uh, yeah, yeah, uh, like uh, like Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. They have a new stadium, and so yeah. do yep. you have to go back to Atlanta now? So I think that that's that's probably the the most important question for you to be able to hmm. achieve this dream, because obviously if you if you've hit nine so far, you're going to hit two this year. Then, uh, you know, if you if you do one or two a year, then you know how how long that's going to take. Correct. But if, uh, you know, MLB teams are are occasionally putting in new stadiums, then it's going to take a little longer because you're going to have to go back to the, some of the ones right. you've already. Been and I'm to. already so, going to have to because I've been to a number that aren't counted in the nine because the Hall of Famer and I haven't done it together. Ah, oh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I have more than four. nine. So this is perfect. I, I can't wait to tell okay. I can't wait for you to tell me how long this dream is gonna take. <laughs> so so if uh so we'll we'll stick with the number nine for now. All since right. you're gonna All you're right. gonna visit two this year and you have to revisit a few that you didn't visit together with the Hall of Famer. Yeah, so. you can't count the ballparks before they hatch. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we'll 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 assume that you you've hit around nine either uh either now or after Jingle Fest. Okay. All right. So, if you visit one per year, 
And if stadiums get replaced at the same rates that they that they have been replaced at the <laughs> in the past, if you visit one per year, so you know if if uh, if they didn't if you didn't worry about get, them getting replaced, it would take twenty one years. But oh my god, whoa, whoa. <laughs> right? Because you have you one have year, nine, you have twenty one left. You have yeah. nine, oh, and you have twenty one no. left. That's some so, real statistical analysis that, right there. 20, well, Thirty minus a nine. <laughs> that's that's assuming the stadiums don't get replaced. If yep. the stadiums get replaced at the same rate that they do now, uh-oh. Uh, which is about twenty six years per stadium on average. Okay. Then uh, it's going to take you. Uh, you you have a ninety percent chance of visiting every stadium in two hundred thirty six years. <laughs> so. I will be 276 years old. That's totally go. doable. Yeah, yeah. 90%. Baby. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if you want to be 99% sure you visit every stadium, it'll be 422 years. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, well, that, that, that's, that's that may be a little too far. So, yeah, yeah. So you might, so if you're going to, if you're going to revisit these stadiums that have been replaced, you might want to consider visiting more than one a year. So yeah, it's the, the it, it has to be the road trip hit, you know, get all the west coast ones done in one trip otherwise yeah, gotta, this will never happen yeah you gotta you gotta plan this with multiple ballparks in mind so okay. if you go to if you go to two mm-hmm. this your your uh two per year then this improves greatly so you know if two per year you don't have to revisit the stadiums that have, that have been replaced then we were at 21 now it's a 10 and a half right uh-huh. that seems doable yeah yeah, yeah. And and if if you do have to revisit the ones that have been replaced, you have a ninety percent chance in only twenty years. Oh, so it goes from two hundred thirty six years to twenty years if you just visit two a year. Mm. Okay, good. Okay, okay. So and, then, oh. and you're going to get two new ones this year, right? And then a ninety nine percent chance with twenty five years. Okay, that is okay. definitely doable. Yes, and then if you go to three a year, then you're at ten years. Oh okay. wow! And ninety ninety percent chance at ten years. So I was going to change your nickname from Young Statman to Dream Crusher, but I'm not going to anymore because of this what information. What I'm, doing, what I'm doing is providing advice. I'm, I'm saying you- He's you motivating really wanna, you. Yeah, I'm, I'm motivating yes. you that you, you need to get on this. You need to, you well, need to visit multiple stadiums a year and, and, and get this dream going. Well, so I it think, sounds like it's an exponential initial thing. The more you do, like the more you knock out, the, the, the years will eventually start to go down even yeah. more. Yeah. And, and eventually, you know, probably a couple of years after you visited them all, someone else will change their ballpark. And then, I know. Uh, yeah. but, by, but I think it's just at the moment, right? Once, Absolutely. Once you yeah. get the 30, I think, I think you're, you're done. You don't have to do, revisit the new ones. Can say you visited them all. All right, good. Because and and you said I have to get on this. Well, I'm getting on it. Two more this year. Yes. Yeah. So that that's that's a good that's a good strategy right there. If if you want to hit them all in ten years, then you have ninety nine percent chance with four a year. About four oh. a year. Do I? Does it count when I revisit the same park? Because I'm going <laughs> to Wrigley Field again this summer, and I've been there, you know, four times. Does that count? You get the about the one. same. You get about the same percentage that I get per per song stream on. Like Spotify. <laughs> okay, all right. Which so, is, <laughs> if you want to talk about that, I can. You want to talk about Dream Crushers? I can talk to you about that. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say I would say it's probably a smart strategy to visit some of the ballparks that that don't really change. So like Wrigley, you know, that's been probably not going right? anywhere. Yeah, so if you visit that one early, knock it off the list, then you don't have to worry about that one getting replaced Very true. as likely as mm-hmm. 
say the Atlanta because like if you visited Atlanta like this year in 10 years they could be two more ballparks down the line and you'd have to do it again before you could say you completed them all so that's the tricky thing to me is you could get into like you could do this in 10 years and get into like the you know 12th month of the 10th year and you'd be like okay we got one more to do and we're done and make a big deal out of it and like on the way to the ballpark you know Atlanta blows up their stadium and builds a new one so it's entirely possible it's in play with Atlanta sports yeah it is but like Luke was saying it's not as young Statman was saying yes it's not as likely with Wrigley Field although they (laughs) did just remodel their bleacher section which I have not seen so this should count ooh as going back to a new, newly remodeled or constructed ballpark. If you want to get into that, then I I would say probably it's going to add a lot more time. Yeah, let's, to not, add in right. let's not yeah. do that. That's, <laughs> That's yeah. a road we don't want. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not the direction you want to head. No, yeah. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Well, thank you. That's very helpful. Yes. Now I know that I need to see. This will help in you know planning vacations and um, you know budgets and how many ballpark, how many games yes. we should go to. So I think what he's saying is go do like Atlanta and those last. Mm-hmm. So I'll see you in about eight years. About eight years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> did, did you, have, did you have anything else this week? No, I'm good. Nope. Go visit those ballparks. All right. Bye. I'm eating peeps. Thanks young stat man. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for letting me join. Bye-bye. Bye. Speaking of tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Oh, and speaking of baseball, opening day for my local Minnesota Twins is coming up very soon. April 5th, in fact. And April 5th is quite early in Minnesota for an outdoor baseball game. It strikes me that the weather could be quite foul. Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas. And I love you. Bye-bye.